Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in the millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I'm Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. I am honored to be joined here today by none other than Laura Aura, and she is an alignment coach. She is also the host of the Gutsy Podcast, where she just might trick you into believing into yourself, believing in yourself. And I love that. I love that tag. I love the idea of even being tricked. And I just want to welcome you to the cast. Thank you so much for having me in this beautiful space that we have together today. Yes, yes. And just diving right in, I really want to learn more about how you got into being this gutsy host, because a lot of us have had journeys. I I always talk about my journeys, crazy and roller coastery, and would love to understand more about yours. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to acknowledge that I don't think that I've yet met an entrepreneur or someone that has drive that doesn't have some wild, crazy, twisted journey of their own, right? Like, That's true. There's just something about like people that are very driven, people that are called for more, um, people that continue to follow what I consider the breadcrumbs of life from our soul. Yes. Like, I mean, it leads us on a, on a crazy path sometimes. Right. But it, yeah. it's, it's so that we can gather information along the way to guide mm-hmm. us to where we want to be. So, you know, I, I just think it's, it's brilliant to hear the story behind the story because, um, you know, it's very easy to look at someone or something and just make assumptions. And, but to know that you're like literally looking at the snapshot of the combination of a lot of things that have cleared the path, lessons that have learned and continuing to, to push through, even when you think that you can't. So little, little side tangent there. I so, love <laughs> so I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years. Um, literally just celebrating 16 years in business this month. Congratulations. Thank you. you. And you want to talk about a wild journey there, there is one to be had for sure. Come on now. So, you know, I, I always tell people that before you're a business owner, you're human. And as a human, you have thoughts and feelings and ideas and habits and beliefs and just all the stuff that comes along with who you are. And, um, spoiler alert, when you create a business, when you go to do something different that you're currently doing right now. Um, that doesn't go away. Yeah. If anything, anything, it gets amplified. Yeah. And so my whole journey of, you know, my, my core business is in branding. I brand businesses. Um, and that business is still up and alive and well, and and it's a well-oiled machine at this point. But when I was building that business, I didn't realize how much I was really learning about myself. Mm, (laughs) You know, Yeah, like learning about myself in the process of building um, is humbling and terrifying and exhilarating all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so as I was building brands, as I was building teams, um, I realized that I was like super interested in the mind behind the people that I was working with. 
Yeah. And I've always just been really good about leaning into the things that like light me up, that make me feel curious and excited. So I started interviewing entrepreneurs, um, having very raw conversations about the things that we're all thinking and feeling, Yeah, but, but maybe don't have the space, the capacity or the support to actually vocalize vulnerability. And for whatever reason, the universe was like, Laura, Aura, vulnerability is going to be your jam. And I'm like, okay, yes, <laughs> like I signed up for that. And so here we are. So you know, to me, gutsy has been this kind of lifelong journey of coming back into myself. Yes. To being the person that I've always been before the world told me what I should be. That part. And, and that is the message that that is threaded through every single thing that I do. Mm. It's about rediscovering who you are, what you actually want, mm -hmm. how you actually want to do things. Yes. And then, and then giving yourself permission to do it. That part. Because I feel like for so many people, okay, what you're saying, I know that our listeners haven't heard, have heard this many times before. Yet for, for me and in getting that, those words from you, I feel the energy behind it because you've actually done the work. And I, I want to see if we can dig a little bit deeper on and, and narrow in on this part and knowing of yourself and, and loving of yourself and, and believing in yourself, because this is something that I believe gets it gets overstated, but not quite fully explained, if you will. If, if you could just go into more detail around how did you go about the work of knowing yourself, like you're doing this business, um, you're saying that you're, you're learning about yourself in the process. Like, what were some of the stories that really started to unlock some of those knowings for you? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, the very, the, the two that always surface to the top first and foremost, I mean, they like to run right to the surface are old, like old conditioning and old beliefs Yeah, that were given to me as a child. Yes. And so one, uh, the deep rooted fear of abandonment because okay. I've, lived, I've lived through several iterations of abandonment throughout my life, um, yeah. particularly as a child. Um, and then also the deep rooted belief that money was bad. Yes. Money is the root of all evil. Yes. Money, money makes you an asshole. Money makes you arrogant. Mm -hmm. money, money is hard to make. As soon as money comes in, it has to leave. And yeah. any, any conversation around money is angry, mm. right? That's, that's what I was taught because yeah. that was my surroundings. Okay. And so those two things really love to join forces in my world. <laughs> It's like they're best friends and they like to skip down the street together, right? Like, you know, they see the, the chalkboard, you know, hopscotch on the, on the ground and they like to do it together, right? Like yeah. they're friends. And so what, like for me doing, you know, quote unquote, the work was realizing how that those two stories were presenting themselves as I was yeah. doing this business. And so what I unintentionally did, what my subconscious did was it wove those two things together hmm. and it said, basically to keep people in your life, we must expend ourselves and we have to make sure everyone else is taken care of emotionally and financially. And we'll just take what's left. Damn. And we're just putting what black and white terms here. Right. And yes, so I, understand. I, I, you know, stopped paying myself as the CEO. I lowered my prices to make sure that people got what they needed. I was building up my team, but completely annihilating myself physically and mentally. Um, not intentionally, of course, but 
you know, um, deep depression, um, lots and lots and lots of anxiety, lots of people pleasing, lots of making sure everything was right and overworking myself. And it was like, what am I building? Right? Like when COVID hit, I had to make the very hard, but very necessary decision to let my entire staff go pack up all of my shit, move back into my, my home office in the basement um, and sit in this creation that I had allowed. Yeah. And, you know, at that point I hadn't paid myself in four or five months. Um, business was all over, like basically the walls were falling down. Right. Mm. And I was sitting there and I was like, wow, like I let this happen. And yeah. I think that that's a very, it's a hard truth, but it's, it was the truth. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, those two things constantly, you know, even though I've done a lot of the work, I've done the therapy, I've done the mindset training, I teach alignment, right? Like it doesn't mean that these things go away. Yes. It just, it just means that you're better equipped to handle them the next time they pop up. That's so hard. it doesn't, it doesn't rock you off your center completely for months or years at a time. Mm -hmm. You can see it and feel it coming and say, okay, I see it. I understand it, but now I'm better equipped to handle it. Yes. Now I know, now I know what to do with this instead of mm -hmm. it running my life. So those are just two kind of examples of, of doing the work. Happy to share more, if, you know, if you want to go even further, but you know, it's, it's stuff that you, we don't think about our subconscious and what's happening back there. Right. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of it. It's yeah. your, your subconscious is like an online storage bin of your body and of your life. Right. And we, but the crazy thing is 95 to 97% of our thoughts come from there. Yeah. And so there's this autopilotness and whatever we have stored in there through thoughts, beliefs, expectations, scenarios, situations, something that we've seen, something someone said to us, that's like gets stored back in there. And then that becomes how we navigate this world. Yeah. So if we don't get in touch with that and we don't start to uncover what some of those things are, they continue. Yes. Okay. This is so good. I feel like I was just talking about this in another cast and it's great to have like a different perspective on it because the subconscious obviously occupies 95% of our behaviors, our living, our being. And the subconscious also is where all those pre-programs are stored. So you talked about being equipped, like you're sitting in your basement, you haven't been paid in like five months, like you don't have a team, but what is, what is that equipment, those tools that you use to get yourself from there to a better standing or a magnificent standing, if you will, because I'm sure it is magnificent at this time. Um, and, and, and how did you go about the work of, of really utilizing those tools? Um, I feel like a lot of us, especially our listeners, our viewers are like, okay, I do yoga. I'm, I'm breathing. I'm doing my deep breaths. Like I'm journaling. I'm gratituding. I stopped drinking. I'm fasting. I'm cleansing. I'm detoxing. Like where people are doing all the things now, like there are so many things to do. There's so many tools now. However, really just speak to your journey and utilizing your tools and, and what that looked like for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you bring up a good point. There are a million and a half tools now, right? Like we have accessibility <laughs> to so many options. Yeah. So before I even get into this, I just want to, you know, acknowledge that you don't have to do a ton of things to make a big impact or change. Yeah. One or two, three things that work really well, that support your life, your mind and your body that feel good to you, that feel like a get to instead of a have to. Yeah. 
that's all you need. It doesn't. Yes. Need to be it doesn't need to be complicated. <laughs> you don't need to go buy anything. Just yeah. It it's really doesn't have to be complicated. For me, people don't like to hear this, but this is what we're gonna do. You can do all kinds of stuff and get nowhere. But until we get very quiet and very still and very real with ourselves, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. You can you can get the 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 fancy workout gear and say you're gonna go to the gym all day long, but if you don't go, your body's not gonna change, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I'm sitting in that basement and I'm literally, literally sitting in the middle, like I've got papers, I had my, my iMac that I had packed up and brought home. Like I'm literally sitting in this room. Everyone's gone. I do have my husband and my son, which I'm very, you know, fortunate to have in my life. But as far as like a team, it it was like literally in a second, everybody was gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, when is the last time that I asked what does Laura want? Mm. And I didn't realize in that moment, but that was the pivotal question. And it's honestly one of the biggest questions that I ask the people that I am fortunate to work with is what do you actually want? Because Mm -hmm. what we do is we start to create, we start to build, we start to make decisions based off of what we should. I should do this. I should do it like that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do it like that. Right. And it's all outside of ourselves. Yeah. And when you can pause, okay, so the first thing is the power of the pause. Are you willing to stop for a second and feel this out, Mm. right? We're talking about being spiritual here. Like when is the last time you tapped into your body before you make a decision, before you move forward with something, before Mm -hmm. you commit to something, Mm -hmm. did you give yourself a second to pause and feel it out, Yeah. right? So the pause is the first thing. And then the second, I'll ask you, when is the last time you asked yourself, what do I actually want? I love that take out the how, right? We want to figure things out to death. We want to know every detail and every timeline and who's going to be involved. Stop. (laughs) What do you actually want? If we can get very clear on that, then the how starts to present itself. Mm -hmm. The next step starts to present itself. Mm -hmm. The messy action starts to present itself. Yes. Right. And then that's where you get to start to build. Yeah. And so for me, my primary tool is my intuition. Hands down, 100%. It's very simple. It's very subtle. She's, but she's persistent. <laughs> my intuition is, is my inner compass. And I yes. believe that we, we are all given intuition. We all have our own version of it and understanding what that means for you and where it comes from, where you feel it on your body. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like giving myself the permission to just pause for a second before I make a decision. Check in with my mind and my body. Is this feeling like an all systems go? Like, yes, yes. Everything's, everything's lit up. Like, okay, I'm, maybe I'm a little bit nervous. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Like I might puke, but I'm actually pretty excited. Right? <laughs> Keep going, Laura. You're good. Yes, be yes. totally fine. Yes. But if I get, I call it bricks and butterflies for me. Okay. So to me, butterflies is this light, airy, kind of nervous, excited. Like I said, kind of being on a roller coaster. I might vomit. I might not vomit. Like I definitely want to buy the picture at the end so I can document this, you know, like yeah, I did that. <laughs> that, that to me for my intuition is yeah. Keep going. Yes, this is the right yeah. thing. Whereas bricks, bricks are very different. They are heavy to, to me in my body. They tend to be a little bit lower, Um, and you gotta get this feeling like something's not quite right, but I can't explain it. Mm. I, I, I don't think that this is right, but 
a lot of people are going to be like, well, why wouldn't you do it? Like, the, it, you know, like all the voices, it gets very noisy, right? Mm -hmm. So paying attention, like if I start to feel that, or if I feel myself kind of shut down, like my aura starts to like pull in closer to my body mm -hmm. or, or I stop talking for mm -hmm. me and I know like, hold on, something needs to be evaluated here. This may not be mm -hmm. the right thing. And I need to be willing to have the gutsy to say no, mm -hmm. even if it makes absolutely no sense to anything or anybody. Mm -hmm. I must trust that. Mm -hmm. So that's probably one of my, it is my primary tool that I use. And then I, I developed kind of a mindset tool to back it up then as well. Nice. I love that. And it's so apropos that you have the gutsy podcast because what you're expressing for me, I feel it in my guts. Like I, for a very long time, like I had IBS, like I always get super nervous, like the vomiting, the going, running to the bathroom, the diarrhea. I just be honest, like what it is like that was really much tied to my inability to tap into my emotions and listen to myself before it was bricks in my belly or, or my intestinal tract rather. And, uh, and so, you know, for so many people listening out there, it's the embodiment that really allows us to be able to see ourselves. And you, and you talked about that in the beginning, like to see myself, to know myself, to know what I want. The best way to do that is by listening to your body. And for me, it started with my Tai Chi journey. Like I was, um, I was aware that I was having all these bodily issues, but I wasn't aware how numb I was to them or how unaware I was of them. And when I started doing Tai Chi a couple of years ago, it really awakened me to all these sensations in my organs, particularly in my guts and in my lower part of my body, my sacral chakra, and understanding that it's here through here or my stomach or my liver or wherever else that I can feel my emotions. I can feel what's actually working for me or what's actually bringing me joy, what's bringing me pain, what's bringing me anxiety and work through that. And, and that's, I believe, kind of what we, I was you know speaking to you about the tools and what the equipment looks like, because so often we're ignoring those feelings. And are we even aware that we're feeling those feelings? You know? <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Most people are not. Most yeah. people are, are running on autopilot on have to do's on checklists on tight schedules yeah and wash rinse repeat every single day yeah and so that's that's where we have to start you know if you're not happy with where you are are you willing to slow down for long enough to figure out what you need yes are you willing to slow down long enough to figure out what you want yes and you know the the I particularly work with women in business and and when I when I chat with these gals you know, when I'm like, you know, what, what do you actually want? Nine and a half times out of 10, the answer is I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fair. Now we have a place to start. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And that, that becomes the beginning of the journey of awakening to getting back into alignment with yourself because we're so mm -hmm. outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not in our physical bodies. We're, yeah. we're above, we're below, we're beside, we're, hell, we're in another state, right? Like it, we're all over the place. And so yeah. the work that, that I do, the work that I teach, it's not a quick fix. It's not a hack, right? It's not just like a, if you do these things, then that type of deal, but it's life-changing work that helps you yes. to, to really be 
in tune with your mind in tune with your body Mm -hmm. and start to recognize like, Oh, I've done, I've been, I listen, something as simple as I've been eating the same thing for breakfast every single day for the last six months. And I just woke up today and I realized that I don't, I don't even like that. It makes my stomach hurt. It's hard to make like, so we're starting our day off in frustrated energy already. Right. And that's just Mm. such a basic, simple example, but like evaluating, like if you would go through an entire day, I, I would even stretch you to do this for a week, but start to evaluate every single thing that you do and check in with yourself. How does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like eating this breakfast? Does this make you feel nourished? Do you feel excited about this? Are you, are you like having an experience with your food and your moment in the morning? Maybe you're not yeah. even eating breakfast and you're just running out the door, right? Okay. Maybe we need to ground ourselves in the, in the morning, right? Like it's just, it's in every little decision that we make. And when we start to reclaim ourselves in our decisions and mm. be like, actually, that doesn't feel good. I don't mm. like that. Or, mm. oh, that makes me feel on top of the world. Mm-hmm. I like, I would like to have some more of that, please. And thank you. Right. And yes. so it's, it's slowing down long enough to even evaluate what works and what doesn't work. And yeah. now we, now we can start to filter through what's next. Yes, I love that. And and not only does it take that slowing down, it takes the awareness to know that I have the, the power to make conscious choices and conscious decisions. Because I feel like we've been given this beautiful gift as human beings to have free will. Yet because of our subconscious programming, much of our actions, much of our doing, much of our being is, like you said before, on autopilot. So when we're doing, when we're getting into that slowing down movement or that slowing down motion or that slowing down stillness, nothingness, then we have the ability to say, wait, I can make a choice. I can decide what I want to do with my life, what I want to eat, where I want to go, who I want to be with, who I want to be around, how I want to expend my energy, how I don't want to expend my energy. It really allows for that, those choices to be made. And I love that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. We have so much more power than we give ourselves permission to use. Yes. And because this is the Meta Business Millennial Podcast, I want to get into the business of how you do your work with your clients, particularly, because there's still a lot of people out there that are are waiting to see, for lack of better words, what the link is between this work and doing business. For some reason, there there's just happens to be a big disconnect in people's minds why this work is important to my business or why I need to bring people in to do this with my business. Because I do the I have a meta business role as a company and we're consultants. We go into people's offices and actually teach and coach and, and do these things. And you do the same with your entrepreneurs. So I would like for you to just really start to explain in your terms, your best terms, why this link is important. Oh, absolutely. Look, mm-hmm. like, like I started off this conversation, just because you're a business owner doesn't mean the human side of you goes away. It gets amplified. Period. And so the things that you carry with you, the joys that you carry with you, the discomfort that you carry with you, the beliefs that you carry with you get amplified in your business. It's like a megaphone, right? Like we're shining lights on it. And so if, you know, just using my original example um, about money, right? Like that was a human personal belief, but I started Mm -hmm. a business, you know, not because I was bored, but because I would like to also make a comfortable living to support myself, my family and my desires, but not doing the work, right? Not connecting the pieces 
had I never done that, you and I probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now because I wouldn't yeah. be, I wouldn't be in business. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's understanding how these core thoughts, beliefs, and actions show up in our business. And sometimes that's undercharging. Sometimes that's over committing your time. Sometimes it's, um, people pleasing, right? That's a big one that everyone can relate to. Um, mm -hmm. if I, if you are a core people pleaser, right, you want to make sure everyone around you is taken care of then you might overexert yourself in the business, try to be everything to everyone, offer every service under the sun to make sure everyone is taken care of. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the day, every day, you're like, I just did a thousand things, but I don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel yes. like I'm working all these hours, but I'm, my bank account isn't reflecting it, right? Like, so yeah. you can see like, it's, it's, it's sneaky, right? It's these little pieces but they will grow in the business very, very mm -hmm. quickly. And so if we can, mm -hmm. if we do this work as a human, we do this work as a business owner. And then that mm -hmm. my friend, all the success that you're looking for, the fulfillment that you're looking for, the joy that you're looking for, not only do you have it in your personal life, but now you have it in your business life. Yes. I, don't, I don't know about you, but that my friend is the sweet spot. That's where the magic happens. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. And, and that's essentially why the meta business world exists is that we can't have one without the other. And I love to always just break it down into the metaphysical aspect is that we have three bodies fundamentally as these human beings. We have our physical body, we have our emotional body, and we have our spiritual body, our soul. And if we aren't aware of those two pieces, like the emotional and the soul part, the spiritual aspect, then you're literally walking around third of yourself. Like you aren't even actualizing your fullest potential as a human being, a divine being in a human existence. And so this is why this work is so important to me, to, to people I work with, to folks like you, is that we want to be able to be in our fullest expression at all times. And when we do that, then we bring the best work forth. And so why wouldn't you want to do this in your business life? You know, if you want to make a billion dollars, a trillion dollars, now that's been put on my consciousness. <laughs> then how are we going to get there if we're not fully activating our all of our gifts? And, and I also want to get into a little bit more about um, the way in which you work with people, the way in which you grew your business, because um, I, I believe that there's someone out there, I just feel that for someone who has felt you, like they're they were on good track. They kind of fell off a little bit. They're in their basement, if you will, metaphorically. Like, what would you say to this person, whether it be your client or someone out there that's wanting to get back on the wheel? Like, how how do you kind of work people through that that mindset or that that shift? Yeah, absolutely. So I do a lot of one on one coaching. Um, I've got a couple of group programs as well. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, I think that we let me feel into this for a second. I think the first place that we need to start is, is by giving ourselves a little bit of grace mm -hmm. because we want to very quickly go into judgment. We want to very quickly go into fixing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're not fixing things on the first call together, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, we're acknowledging it. We're giving ourselves mm -hmm. grace. We are, mm -hmm. um, loving on ourselves in the journey. And I know that might yes. sound like, Oh, why would we? Because if we can't have self-compassion, then what are we building this next chapter? Yeah. On? Yeah. Right. If we, if we started on judgment and shame and anger and resentment or whatever, whatever emotion that you're experiencing, mm -hmm. if it's like, I just want to fix that. 
and that's the energy that we're building this next chapter on, then mm-hmm. that's in your foundation, right? And mm-hmm. it's okay to it's okay to have those emotions. I, I also yes. acknowledge. In fact, yeah. I would say that it's very necessary to feel big emotions. But we we have to get back to kind of a neutral zone. Because a lot of times when when people come to me, there, there's something going on, right? They're either um, feeling disconnected because they have a bigger vision, but it's not their reality yet. Or, you know, they're in a situation where they've been doing something for so long and they realize that they don't love it anymore, right? And like, so there's mm-hmm. always kind of this like, this kind of pivot moment in their life and in their business where they're ready for a change, but they don't know what to do first. Yeah. More often than not, it's like, I don't have the clarity. And so therefore I don't know what to do or how to focus. I want to do the work, but I just need someone outside of my own head for a second to like, help me see this from a bird's eye view. And that's, that's what I'm very, very good at is I can, I sent your energy. I can pick up on things that you may have your blinders onto um, yeah. and we, we can start to get clear. And so that's then after compassion and neutralizing, then we start, to build some, then we start to build some clarity. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what do you actually mm-hmm. want? If you're not sure what you want? Okay. Let's start to explore what that might mean. Right. And so we're just like, I'm even doing this like kind of hand motion where we're just like unpacking, we're unfolding, we're, we're removing layers and in a very supportive space where someone sees and hears you. Because yeah. the other thing with the people that I work with, they're typically the strong ones, right? The ones that yes. everyone else goes to, the yeah. one, the visionary, the one with the ideas, yeah. the like the one that like most people don't check on because they're probably fine, right? Like, but who that is that part, person? Yes. Who is that person for you? Mm-hmm. I, that's me. Mm-hmm. So so really helping to hold that space for you to expand into to take up the next space of the chapter to get the clarity that you need. And once we start to get clarity, then we can start to build action. And when we start yeah. to build action, then we yes. can start to see those changes happen. I love that. There are so many things that you said that resonated with me. The first being the self-compassion, because this is something that happens layer upon layer upon layer. Like I've been doing this work for years, yet for me, it's the self-compassion that I have to still come back to like, why is this shit so hard? Like, why, do, why am I so critical? Why am I so harsh on myself? And for me right now, it happens to be in the area of like, I'm going to put myself out there in the area of love. Like I'm really trying to attract a divine mate. I really am finding myself having deep, deeper feelings for people who I've been I'm attracted to. And I immediately go into self-sabotage mode. Like I immediately want to be like, oh, well, he ain't shit or, well, you know what I'm saying? Like the, like the typical female, like male bashing, self-sabotage because we don't feel like we're getting what we want in the moment. And this can happen in your business. This can happen in your family. This can happen with your kids. We're always really quick to just sabotage when it doesn't seem to be going our way. And that's where I believe, like you mentioned, this self-compassion, this grace is absolutely necessary because it allows me to say, okay, Aaron. You're feeling this big emotion of, you know, for lack of better words, I guess, of, of you want to hate, hate on the situation. Right. Why do you want to hate? Is it too much for you just to like love this person regardless of the outcome? 
you know, and then that gets into the line of questioning of, oh, wow, like, what, what would that feel like, you know, like, and then that kind of gets you more into like what you talked about this neutral zone, like, okay, if I can feel both sides, then that brings me more into a, 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 a balanced feeling. Okay, now I'm more balanced. And then it allows, like you mentioned, this vision, this clarity that's necessary for me to actually take action. Like, what can I reasonably do in this scenario? And if it's nothing, sometimes it's nothing. You know, or if you're like, okay, well, maybe I can send a sweet text because I don't really care if he responds or not. Like, I still love him or I still have big feelings and I want them to be expressed and seen because this is my my vulnerable side wanting to be expressed. So I, I totally like step by step by step can really align with how you're going about the healing work because it's absolutely necessary at every single level of the healing journey. Absolutely. Look, there's, Mm -hmm. so I'm on TikTok the most uh, social platform wise. That's where I play the most. And anytime I say this this next phrase, people lose their minds. (laughs) What? What is it? It's the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Oh no. The thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. And when, you, when you were just sharing that beautiful story about what you're going, <laughs> what you're going through right now, you're resisting it, right? Yeah. You, you want, you want the love, you want the partner, you want the relationship, but you're cutting it off right before it starts. Right? Come on now. And so there's resistance there. And so yes. that's the type of work that we can work in. Okay. What are we resisting and why? What, yeah. are, what, what is the underlying fear or emotion that's happening with that? Mm-hmm, if we can start mm-hmm. to get real with that. That mm-hmm. starts to soften that outer layer to say, okay, I, I can see what I'm doing. And it sounds like you're already mm-hmm. doing some of this work. I can see what I'm doing. Yes. Let me choose differently this time. Yes. Let me put my resistance down for a second and give myself mm-hmm. the opportunity to try. What, mm-hmm. what amazing thing might happen if I do that? Yeah. I love it. What amazing thing would happen, guys, if we just remove the resistance and removing the resistance is really, I mean, y'all, we're saying it like it's light work, like, like, it's just like, let me just push this chair to the side. (laughs) But, you know, in reality, the resistance is it's, it's, it's fractured, it's layered, it's, it's, it's multi-layered and the resistance can be coming from, from places from, from, from roots and orientations that may not even be our own. And this is something too that in doing the metaphysical work and doing the spiritual work and collective healing, understanding, understanding that the work that we're doing to heal ourselves is oftentimes coming from generations and generations to generations ago. Sure is. Yes. Especially as women. And, and you talked about being focused on women entrepreneurs and we have these beautiful organs called uteruses, our wombs that carry light years of information in them that are really informing our beings and, and why we do the things that we do, like put everyone else first. And, and, and I, I don't know if that's necessarily like the worst thing because I did it too. And it's just part of our, our initiation into this journey as women. Yet at the same time, there's this also this, this opportunity to really start to see all of the the experiences, the lifetimes, the, the wisdom traditions, all of these things to help us inform where we are today. 
and and I'm saying all this to say that that because this is my lived experience, this is my personal journey right now in understanding like this is the work that I have to do in order to be fully embodied in the human being that I am in this moment. Absolutely. I mean, I think that we're mm-hmm. we're quick to again to judge it, to fix it, to like, well, why did this happen, and who is this, and like, what if, what if this is just the journey? Right. Mm-hmm. I think, I think if we can let go of the control, which is mm-hmm. way easier said than done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if we can let go of the control sometimes and let things be, mm-hmm. then things will happen the way that they're already intended to. But the, the, the stress, the anxiousness, the like worry, the this and that, the, all that stuff that happens in our minds. Yeah. It, com- it comes from us trying to micromanage every step that the universe is trying to take for us. Yeah. And so if we can, if we can step aside for a second, you know, hold ourselves accountable, which is the hardest part, you know, because yes. when, you're, when you're in these moments, right, like what we're talking about, and, and you acknowledge this too, it's, we're talking about mm-hmm. it, like it's super easy. It's not, but, but it's doable. Right? <laughs> if, you, if you believe that it's doable, it yeah. is, doable. Yes. but more often than not, no one's coming to like, check on you in the scenario in the moment to help guide you through this right it's holding yeah. yourself accountable to make these decisions to choose differently yes to, to respond versus react it comes down to you and that's where it gets mucky because if no one else is looking then I'll just keep doing what I've been doing because that's more yeah comfortable right? Yes. And this is where I say people like you come into play. People like me are absolutely necessary because that accountability piece is crucial. Look, the accountability is priceless. Mm -hmm. Just to have someone else outside of your own head, someone else that is an advocate for who you are and what you're doing. Yes. Someone else to, to continue to hold that space and that vision for you in the moments when you can't possibly see it. That is invaluable my friends, you know, I've had, I've had coaches and mentors along the way that have been able to do that for me. And what a precious gift to, and what a precious investment in yourself and your future. Yes. Yes. And speaking of this investment, I would like for you to just really briefly, just, you talked a little bit about your courses and your coaching, talk a little bit more about how people can engage with your work and what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So lauraora.com is my website. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the hub for all things me. You can learn more about my coaching programs and ways that we can work together. I would be honored to support you. Um, you can also find a link to the Gutsy podcast. So if you want some more of some more of this infused in your mind and in your day, I have two episodes that air every week. So there's links to that on the website as well. Um, and then of course, if you, if you want, I always, I always say that I'm like a swift kick in the mental ass followed by the best <laughs> hug you've ever had. Um, and if you want some of that, if you just, if you're kind of stepping into it and you're like, okay, I'm kind of warming up to this. Um, TikTok is where I play the most. Um, my handles at that Laura aura and every single day I'm putting out nuggets to help you get out of your head so that you can take action and feel good doing it. I love it. And I love too, that you say that you go to TikTok to play. Because for me, social media felt really not playful. <laughs> it's, it started that way. And there were certain platforms, like I just like, for instance, this particular season, LinkedIn just is not it for me, right? And the, it's a valuable tool and it works immensely for so many people. For me, I would 
no, I'm just, it's just not my jam. But TikTok, <laughs> but TikTok, TikTok vibes with me, right? Okay. I, I vibe with TikTok. Okay. I can, I can, I'm really just able to show my face and talk the way that I talk. And like, I, you know, I'm a business person. Yes. But I'm a human first. Yeah. And so, you know, being the same person that you are from nine to five as you are from five to nine is really important to me. So TikTok, I just go over there and I play and it's funny, the more blunt and honest I am with people, the more people follow. So that's what we're doing, my friend. Yes. Come on. Doing what feels good. It feels right. I felt like that was the theme of today's conversation is feeling into the work, feeling into what you want. That really resonated very loudly with me um, in terms of how you go about your journey and how you inspire other people in their journey is knowing what you want. And asking yourself what you want. It was about, too, those conscious questions, those conscious choices. And I don't know, are there any other last, you know, nuggets you like to leave folks with before we, before we wrap up? Yeah, you know, I just want to remind everybody that you are allowed to want what you want. That you, if you gave yourself just a little bit of credit today, you know, if you didn't, if today, instead of stopping yourself before you got started, instead of overthinking and worrying about the details, instead of going down the path that you would typically down, go down, what if today you chose differently and you said, well, what if I tried? What if I did one thing? What if I allowed myself to go there? What if I allowed myself to play with this? What if I allowed myself to wear this crazy loud outfit or, um, you know, up my price on my website or make a video and put it up and it it's not what people are used to. What if, what if I tried today mm. and what exciting thing might happen because of it? Mm. What, what layer am I pulling back and what opportunities might show up if I chose me today instead of the who, what, when, where, why. And so wanting what you want is necessary. It really boils down to, are you going to give yourself permission to do it? Yes. Are you going to give yourself permission to do it, guys? <laughs> Are you going to do it? <laughs> I love that. It's all about that permission. It's all about that consent. Because when we are consensual in our actions, then we are, you know, conspiring with the universe to make it happen. I love that so much. Um, you all, this was a wrap with Laura Orna. You know how to meet her. Find her at LauraOra.com on TikTok. You said at that Laura Aura. At that Laura Aura. Yep. At that Laura Aura. And um, you can find me at I am Erin Patton on Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Facebook. Also, the Metabusiness Millennial Podcast has its own you know, uh, handle at Instagram. And of course, we're on YouTube at I am Erin Patton. Uh, this has been a beautiful episode of the Metabusiness Millennial Podcast. I'm so, so grateful to have had Laura Aura on this show to share this time and space to really start to amplify our voices in the collective on how and why we should be doing business well, why we should be doing business from our hearts, from a place of alignment. This was, this was everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you all for listening and watching. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with your friends because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, erinpatton.com, to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, 
Stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.